Totally we are fair. pro furry. This <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. This is supposed to be a Christmas Dickens line. It does. I was trying to say time thank to you, get Christmas. started, and then I was like, oh, we didn't say an intro, and then I was like, wait, we didn't even say what we were doing. No. <laughs> Which one do we want to do first? <laughs> thank you for the singular person listening to this episode. I'm Taylor. I'm Sarah. And? We're still baking. We're still baking. Actually, the baking the is baking done. The baking is done. Now we're on to decorating. We're cookie decorating now. We are. And uh, let me tell you. We burnt the cookies. We did burn the cookies. They are... And they're also hella thin. They are hella thin. I'm pleased with this turkey. Yeah, that we have he, one turkey that has he's legs. He's still got his legs. Amazing. I'm gonna make him... I'm gonna give him a lovely little turkey feather situation. Turkey feather situation. A little turkey feather situation. Okay, like, what... Okay. Anyway. It'll be a nice... This point. is meant to be our Christmas special. This is our Christmas special. Hello. Merry Christmas, I guess. Merry Christmas, I guess. I was so worried it was gonna fall face down. Oh my god. (laughs) Incredible. This episode is Um, so bad that I'm like, already like, should we start over? And then I'm like, you know, this is kind of on par. But also, we've never had an episode so bad that I was like, maybe we should start over. You have multiple times suggested starting over, but also we never have. Have I? I think so. I don't remember doing that. Doesn't mean that I didn't. Um, what did we, what are we talking about this time? <laughs> we were talking about Christmas, obviously. We had stuff we were going to talk about, I just don't remember what it was. Yeah. Also, here, I'm going to put these kind of more central so that I'm not hoarding them this time. I didn't mean to hoard them last time. Oh, that's fine. I know we talked about talking about Christmas gifts and then you immediately told me, I don't remember any gift I've ever been given. Yeah, no, I don't, yeah, I, I, I as we discussed earlier, I don't remember much. Um, Sarah blacks out regularly. Yeah, it's it's something that uh, concerns me often. It should. It it does. Uh, don't worry. I'm I'm very Thank you for worried. immediately setting some on the tray that I got out for us to set the cookies on. Oh my bad. It's fine. That was just the only corner I could reach. <laughs> yeah, I've got bags of icing. I'm like we just have like a dozen Ziploc bags of icing. That are not appropriate colors for any of the things that no. we are making. Not but I didn't have black food coloring, so. They're all like weird and pastel rainbow colors. And why should you? You know, fair. Really. Like, who. Who says that these things cannot be these lovely pastel colors? Who says you're not perfect? I whispered gently to my turkey, the one turkey that came out with legs. <laughs> I'm trying to do this one, like, kind of marbled. Yeah, we were gonna... It's funny because uh, I remember that your Christmas gift from your aunt was the book that started our book club that we're both no longer in. 
Oh, yeah. But we were in that book club for, like, well, you weren't. <laughs> the book club lasted for, like, four years. Um, and it's because Sarah's oh, aunt God. gave her a quart of thorn and rose, thorns and roses for Christmas in 2017. I forgot that and she Sarah gave was me like, that. my aunt told me that this was like just recently came out and was like really popular, and then it was one of those things where it was like I kind of meant to read it and she didn't, and then towards the end, like I guess you know like April or so of that year, we're all getting ready to graduate, and Sarah was like, we should do, I feel like we should do something to like kind of keep us together, and then not long after that, Ro and I saw the movie The Book Club. And we immediately started a book club, and the first book we read was A Court of Thorns and Roses, and we all hated it. Yep. Because it sucks. Yep. And uh, then we had, like, a book club for, like, it literally just disbanded this year, so I guess technically five years. I immediately popped this bag. I love that. Great. That's okay. You just shotgun the bag of frosting. <laughs> I like that you're actually trying to make your things look like what they're supposed to look like, I'm and trying. I'm just... Like, putting all the frosting on the cookie at the same time and kind of marbling it together. I this mean, is a pink, blue, and the purple tie-dyed pumpkin. It's not going well. This turkey looks like it's melting. Oh, it doesn't look very good. That's... I'm... So, <laughs> like... It doesn't am I good. Am I doing the thing that you said? Yes. Is it going well? Not no. at all. Hey, last year at our Halloween party, we had fucking... Blake made those stupid intestine cinnamon rolls that looked so bad. Oh my god, they so look bad. so fucking nasty. He saw this on, like, some sort of blog or something where it was like, oh, if you take canned cinnamon rolls and instead of, like, putting them together, you, like, kind of sprule them all out and then make red frosting, it looks like intestines and it's, like, spooky and we were like, oh, and then he brought it and it looked horrible and they tasted bad because they were canned cinnamon rolls. Yeah, there's truly nothing that I like less than the tradition of, like, it's Halloween, so that means we have to make all of our food look disgusting. Yeah, everything needs to look Everything needs to look as unappetizing as possible. Bonus points if it looks like a crime to eat it. (laughs) It was so bad. And it didn't even taste good. It wasn't like, oh, "Oh, it looks really bad, but it tastes really good. They tasted horrible. They were like, just, you know, just canned cinnamon rolls. And there was so much food coloring in the icing that it, like, like, tasted just like food coloring. Oh, yeah. And it's like red food coloring, too, so it's like... Yeah, it was like so much. The food coloring color to, like, not really want to taste. Yeah. It wasn't very good. No, it was not. Blake has been sending me suggestions of spooky movies that we should watch. Spooky movies that we should watch? Uh-huh. Oh. Let me tell like... you, if Blake has recommended a movie, don't watch it. Yeah, no. And I mean this in the most loving way. Most of Blake's recommendations are not ones that I want to follow. If Blake gives, like, a genuine recommendation, they're usually good, but they, they're yeah. few and far between. Yeah. Blake is not often a genuine person. No. He's not. Blake does pretty much everything in his life for the bit, and for the bit alone. Only for the bit. Okay, here we go. Aww. His bag exploded, too. Aww. That's because I think the frosting is thicker than it usually works when you use, like, plastic bags. But that's all I have. That's okay. I used to have like a piping set, but I don't. I don't think I have any of the bags left. Okay, well this cookie looks bad. We're gonna just not look at it. Oh my god. Okay, that's fine. Everything's fine. All of my, <laughs> all of my cookies are like vaguely marbled, and they're not even all supposed to be. 
This just like I'm just using the same knife on all of the cookies. Oh, I oh shit. I um burst this bag. Didn't even notice. <laughs> Maybe I should go get some more Ziploc bags. Maybe. Oh, oh yo. Oh no. I wanted to see what it would taste mm. like the frosting. Pepper, what are you doing? Pepper, get out of there. <laughs> She's pawing at the like burnt on piece of cookie stuck to the cookie sheet. <laughs> this is the fucking crispiest cookie. Does the excessively thick frosting help? Yeah, let me get it in the bag. <laughs> We're also eight minutes in and we've yet to talk about Christmas. It's our podcast. We can do what we want. That's true. It was also our idea to make a Christmas thing. Yeah. Here you go. Mm, thank you. It tastes okay. Well, if we hadn't good. burnt the cookies, it would taste better. <laughs> Can I borrow the blue from you? Uh-huh. All of mine are just, like, vaguely blue. I think this is the probably the only time I'm putting this much effort into it. <laughs> there's going to be, like, three times as much frosting on that as there's cookie. Yeah. But I'm also probably going to eat this one. Valid. So I doing a turkey. I've made a turkey with multicolored feathers. It is a white turkey because we had no brown or black. So it's a white we turkey. We have black sprinkles. Oh, there's sprinkles. Mm-hmm. Well, hang on. He's not done then. I have Halloween sprinkles. Oh, hell yeah. He's got a melty face and a very, very melty, like, like, what? what is it called? Thing on their neck, the little gobble bit. I don't know what it's actually called. Bro, oh, that's Just yeah. Gobble. That makes it better. Yeah, that makes uh, uh, <laughs> that makes it look better and not diseased. Um, now, now it just looks like his ants on it. <laughs> now he's got black sprinkles all over him. This is good. Mm. The crunch. <laughs> We're not supposed to be this crunchy. That was not. <laughs> I'm sorry, Pepper. Not the intention. <clears throat> the crunch is quite something. I have forgotten. Are you having a sprinkle? Oh, absolutely. That it was, um. Hmm. Did you forget what it was in the middle of telling no, you? No, no, no. I just, I'd forgotten a lot of the details about how the, um, book, book club was formed. I think generally, I'm so bad at, like, organizing things that often I forget any part that I might have played in, like, the, like, organizing or starting of a thing. Cat just looks dirty. No. <laughs> it's okay. I tried to salvage the black cat by putting black sprinkles on it. It just looks dirty. Mm. Oh, well. That's okay. I like the marbled look. Thanks. Oh, fucking, I forgot this bag exploded. Mm. Where did I put my knife? Oh, right here. Yeah, it was a very, uh, I mean, memorable gift. Mm-hmm. It created a book club, and also we all hated that book. Mm-hmm. And then the series became, like, it, it basically only porn. Which is sad, because the one, I remember that we specifically complained there wasn't enough porn in the first one. Yeah. That was one thing we complained about. We were like, there was only, like, a little bit of smut, and, like, when there was, it was, like, kind of weird. Yeah. 
Which, to be fair, I guess if it was kind of weird, probably having more of it wouldn't have been good if it was more of that exact stuff. Ooh, I know something we can do. Hmm. Because we will be posting- this will be our last episode that we post before the new year. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna do- where's my phone? God damn it. Hang on. I'm gonna do- I finished my reading goal for the year. I, like, met my reading goal. Oh, good. And I created a statistical, uh, like, bookly- like, Spotify wrapped, but for my bookly app. Oh, please. I wanna see this. And since the price, and I felt very exposed. Uh-oh. Well, <laughs> you see what I read. I do, yeah. I don't know where it. my phone is. Um, is it in the kitchen? I know these cookies are supposed to be for, like, our Halloween party. Oh, it's in here. But I really want to eat them. I don't know why it's in here, but it's in here. I think that's probably just because I'm hungry. What? I know, we were going to eat dinner before, like, in between episodes, and then we forgot. Yeah, well, and, I mean, it was just, we started so much later (laughs) than... (laughs) Than you expected. Listen. I'm pretty sure I told you last night. I'm sure that the meal we eat will be dinner between episodes. Oh, I knew that it was going to be dinner. I <laughs> knew that it was going to be dinner. Oh, oh, God. All right. That's okay. Let go. Thank you. Okay, so first of all, they give you like a... <laughs> they give you like an infographic that has like all of your statistics and stuff, and then a picture... Of every book you read, and I felt very exposed by the pictures of these books that I read. <laughs> because they're all porn. They're all porn, and I love how many of them are, like, there's no cover because this is just a fan fiction. Yeah. A lo- I read a lot of novel-length fan fiction. If it's just, like, a thousand words, I don't put it in here. But if it's long enough that it measures up to, like, more than a hundred pages, I put it in here. I? Oh, no. <laughs> I started reading a fanfiction the other day, and I'm not finished, and I'm gonna finish it, because at this point, I'm I'm too invested. Uh-huh. I'm too in it. I'm curious now. Um, but, um, much like how I started re- reading fa- fanfiction, can I have sprinkles? Yes. Because when I started reading fanfiction, I started with, like, Legend of Zelda stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, as does everyone. As does everyone. <laughs> that is also the first fanfiction that I have found. If you've got any good <laughs> Legend of Zelda fanfiction, please send it to me. I wouldn't. I don't know if I would call this one good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that makes it even better. But I was really curious the other day. It okay. suddenly struck me that I was like, you know, the whole, like... One of the big things with Legend of Zelda fanfiction uh-huh. is that, like, there's, like, only one primary character, Link. Yeah. And then there's, like, every female character that's ever been in the game, any game, playing opposite Link. How come no one ever ships him with the, like, what's that, like, uh, Daruk? I feel like I want the Daruk-Link fanfiction. Ooh, I'm sure there is. I'm sure it is. There's... You could never think of a fanfiction that hasn't already existed. Yeah, no, I'm certain that there is a Daruk X Link. But, um, I was like, man, there's so much fanfiction. And they, like, they put Link with absolutely everybody. Yes. But do you know who I've never seen them put Link with? Uh-huh. The fairy. Have you seen Link with the fairy now? I have. <laughs> They make the fairies so horny, I'm surprised there's not more, honestly. Oh, no. Okay. This one got a a baby leak. 
<laughs> that white one's getting away from me there, Sarah. It's It's getting away from me. And we're running out of places to put things. I know. Which is the nature of doing this on, like, couch. It is kind of a part of the game. It is. But I've, yeah, I've, no, I've, I've already given up on this. I have absolutely, because uh, I, I was like, I'm curious now. And it was kind of hard to find. I believe that. Just a little bit. It didn't take very long, but it did take more than five minutes of, like, scrolling. Because, like, there were several that were, like, this one, like, features Navi as a character, but Mm -hmm. it's, uh, not smut. Mm -hmm. Or if there is smut, then it's not smut with Navi. Mm -hmm. And I was like, "Mm, boo, no good. And I've found one now that is uh, quite something. Oh, boy, I bet. Please send it to me. I will. (laughs) But anyway... Please, I'm so sorry. I derailed. Go on your. Oh, that's okay. Please give me your your bookly review. First of all, read a hundred books. That was my goal. Well done. I've read more since then, but this was like last week. Um, I would like for you to guess first of all how many out of these books, which a hundred makes it really easy to guess because it's like a nice even number. How many out of these a hundred books? What either percentage or number do you think is not porn? Is not porn. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um. I'm gonna go with like a cool ten percent. Oh boy, you have too much faith in me. Three, uh, nice, <laughs> three out of one of these nice. books, and all three were book one books. <laughs> <laughs> I did not pick up. All the rest of it is porn. Love it. Um, love that for you, honestly. Let's see. Okay, the statistics they gave me. Yeah, a total of hundred finished books. Uh, my total read time was one hundred and seventy-five hours and twenty-six minutes. My total pages read was 20,483. Wow. Um, let's see. My average reading speed is 116 uh, pages in an hour. I was trying to figure out what that statistic number... Like, mm-hmm. they put, like, a little slash H, and I was like, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. My average number of pages a day is 69. <laughs> nice. Um, and then, yeah, there's, like, an infographic, but obviously I can't show people the infographic. But then I did my own statistics. Yeah, I'll, here, I'll send you the things you can look at it. Please. Because it's very funny. Oh, I remember the other thing we were going to talk about. Mm. We were going to talk about my dream journal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let me, but let me find, I, so I made some statistics for Bryce, and I would like for you to guess these percentages as well. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what percentage out of these 100, what percentage do you think is red, white, and royal blue fanfiction? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> this is very specific. I read lots of fan fiction, but that is my most prevalent. Yeah, and a lot of the times I'll read other stuff, but it'll either be short or I won't like it enough to it's gonna be okay. to like put it on here. What percentage is red, white, and royal blue fan fiction? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put it at like hmm. I'll put it at, like, 47. <laughs> it's pretty close. 39. Okay. Like, a solid third of the books I read this year have been, like, 200-page no. Red, White, Royal Blue fanfic. No. That turned out so bad. That <laughs> went so much worse. <laughs> oh, my God. I've given up on Frosting the Cookies. Sarah is still trying. I'm trying. And it is just exploding Because we have to say, we're going to, like, serve these to people, right? Who is eating these? I don't know. So also, much there's frosting. Like oh my three god. Three other people that aren't us at this party. Just put on this pumpkin. That's so much. I'm honestly I'm snacking on these at this point because I'm hungry. 
I know, we meant to get dinner and just have not. It's fine. Okay, what percentage do you think is some flavor of queer? Ooh, um... I mean, obviously at least that 32%, but... Also, at least what? what? Did you say it was 32% red, white, and royal blue? 39. 39. So yes. it's at least that. At least that, yes. More but, than that, for sure. Oh, more than that, for sure. Uh-huh. I'm gonna say... Mmm... Um, I'll put it at like 65. 81. Oh, higher than I expected. Uh-huh. And I, the, I, that's only books that were exclusively queer. Definitely I have some polyamorous ones where they're like, maybe like a little bit of like sword crossing, but like not really in like a gay, like, you know what I mean? Where it's like, mm-hmm. we're kind of doing this, but like not really. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Here's another one. What percentage, like, so how many of these do you think were hockey romances? Mm. <laughs> uh, for some reason, I read a lot of hockey romance, and I don't particularly like hockey romance. Yeah, but, but you I've read, read a lot. lot of them. Yeah, I don't know why. I'm going to put it... 30%. It's less than I thought it was going to be. It's oh. 18. 18? Wow. Okay. Uh-huh. That's uh, Yeah, it's less than I thought it was. And it mm-hmm. may be that I just was going through and didn't remember... Mm-hmm. Like, because I was going through exclusively based on the picture of the cover. So some of them may have been, and I just didn't it's remember difficult. what it was. If, yeah, but usually they put some sort of hockey in the picture. Or it's like, some, like the title is like something to do with pucks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last one was, what percentage do you think is polyamorous romances? Probably a high percentage. Lower than you think it would be. Lower than I think it would be? Okay. Yes. Okay. It's all that red, white, and blue fan fiction that's so, and that's away. that's my thought. Is like, th- so it has to be less than about forty percent because yeah, t- t- typically the red, white, and royal blue fan fiction is, is not. I'm yeah. sure that it exists, and there are like there's a weird, random like polyamorous triad that's like in background characters mm-hmm. that is surprisingly common, which I think is really funny. Where it's just, like, randomly the, like, sister and her girlfriend and this other guy is just, like, also, they're all, like, just in a, like, probably am his triad. Just, like, in the background for some reason. I think that's so funny. It must be, like, like, someone had to have written, like, a popular one where that was the case or something and everyone was like, oh, I love that. That feels like a weird, like, inclusion thing. Like, 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 it feels like a, like, almost like a pandering, like, oh, and we'll put this in here. Oh, I don't think so. I don't know. And, and I'm sure it's not because it's fan fiction, but I think it's just because it's like almost every time there's something like that going on in the background of something that's like more like mass produced, it's like, we're going to put this in here for the liberals. And it's like, it's oh. gay fan fiction. I know. Sarah. I know. <laughs> that's who it's for. I know. I know. I'm saying I'm thinking of it from the wrong perspective, yeah. but like my initial thought was like, aw. My only guess is there had to have been, like, a very popular one that had that, and everyone was like, ooh, I love that. That, yeah, that makes sense. Because it's, yeah, it's, like, seems kind of random, but, like, go off, I guess. Anyway. So, it's got to be, it can't, you know, it has to account for that uh, roughly 40%. And I will tell you, I don't, there, I don't think I've read a polyamorous hockey romance. (laughs) Yeah, no, that doesn't sound like a hockey thing. They could be gay and hockey, but polyamorous. Actually, hockey I read was... one. Never mind. I okay, oh. I take that back. No, nope. there was one. But hockey was what did you say? Eighteen. Uh huh. So that's. Sarah's doing some girl math. I'm doing some girl math. Um. So that's forty, and then eighteen is another. That's sixty. 
roughly. And then... Hmm. I'm gonna say... Twenty percent. It was only eleven. Wow, that's way less than I expected. I was really surprised by that. I think it was a lot higher last year. I think the red, white, and royal blue fan fiction is really, really, (laughs) really really the problem here. Yeah, fucked with your numbers. Excuse me. Yeah, because I mean, especially if you look at a lot of it, is red, white, and royal blue fan fiction. Yeah. I guess Dick Fight Island kind of counts as polyamorous. Not really, but like also kind of. Kind of. It. Here's a question. Uh-huh. Is polyamorous and why choose the same thing? Or is it more like polyamorous mm. is one thing and why choose is kind of a like like a, like a bastardization of it almost. Um where it's like not really like that's not like a true polyamorous like romance because that's not kind of like the dynamics are not the same. And that's not how most of them usually work, kind of thing. Yeah, I would say, for me personally, as the token polyamorous person in the room, yes. Because most of the time, obviously some people do genuinely have polyamorous relationships where it's like one person and they have several partners and those partners are only with that person. Yeah. That does happen. Yeah. But I would say most often, not the case. Yeah. And I think why I choose mostly, or like, Reverse harem is yeah. typically what the genre is called. But there, it's the same thing as far as I'm aware. Yeah. Um, it's more about, like, women with... Because typically it's it's female characters that are often in that specific instance. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times it's women wanting the feeling of being the center of attention. Yeah. And the idea of, like, all of these, like, doting, not disgusting men who are, like, paying all this, like, very positive attention to them. Yeah. And it's like, you know, yeah. I don't have to choose, I can have it all. Like, I think that that is often what it is. So, to you, they are different genres. Yes, I would not say that they are. Like, that typically, I I started reading Why Choose. Like, I started I mean, I Reverse like Harems. But I now would really only read exclusively, actually, polyamorous romances. Nice. I feel like, and I could be wrong, because I don't read nearly as much as you. It seems like... Like, Reverse Harem and Why Choose, or like whatever you want to call it, is generally, like, more accessible, or, like, more mainstream, so to speak, because it's, it's, it's portraying a more, like, mainstream or more, like, I guess, accepted fantasy, rather than, like, um, like, quote-unquote alternative lifestyle. I'll tell you why right now. (laughs) Is that the most common place that I have seen like, truly polyamorous dynamics, as opposed to why choose, which I think, mm-hmm. yeah, it's typically more marketed, I would say, towards, like, middle-aged women, mm-hmm. um, because it is that sort of fantasy of, like, you know, probably women that are not getting enough love and attention. Yes. And, like, you and know, the idea, of, yeah, the idea of, like, getting exactly what you want. Yeah. Um, and true polyamorous romances, I see, not always, but more often than not, Specifically in ABO themed mm, yeah. literature because it's like the pack dynamic really like lends to that. It's yeah, it makes and that it is so kind of a core of the genre in general. Yeah. And so I think that already makes it less accessible because people are like, ew. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> like I don't want like wolf stuff in here, which is fair. So that's <laughs> that's another thing that I've always wondered about, and it could be that I'm just 
or not not me only, but like we are just like maybe a bit too open. But uh, <laughs> I thought you were just like, I'm just a furry. <laughs> For some reason, that's what my brain filled in. You know? And I was like, honestly, that's news. Like, <laughs> it's like, ooh. <laughs> this is not like when you when I thought you were telling me that Daniel was chewing up zip ties. And I was like, yeah, if you told me that, I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you told me you were a furry, I'd be like, if you told me Daniel was a furry, I'd be like, that would be. Yeah. But if you told me you were a furry, I'd be like, that I would never Okay, interesting. Why? 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 <laughs> What do you mean, why? I'm, no, I'm curious. What is it about Daniel that gives off, like, yeah, he could be a furry vibes? I'm j- I'm so curious. <laughs> because if you have ever seen or interacted with anyone that's a furry, Daniel is, like, the exact archetype of people who are furry. I have never seen or interacted with a person who is a, th- is a furry. So I wouldn't know. But I, I don't doubt that. Because I feel like somehow the intersection of furry and weeb is... Oh. It's a circle. Yeah. There's, like, a very thin line of people on the outside of either circle in that Venn diagram. Yeah. Um, Definitely that. Uh, Also, it's the kind of, like, intersection of people that are furries and people that are some breed of neurodivergent, especially autistic, seems to be quite high. Interesting. I think because it's a little easier to interact with people when there's, like, something between you and the people... And also when you can't see the other person's face, it kind of helps. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, I think that's quite common. And also, Daniel has confessed on multiple occasions that he's about one bad event away from being a LARPer, and that's really just one step away from being a furry also. So I feel like Daniel's really just, like, one unfortunate he's like, hyperfixation he's away like from being two, a furry. He's, like, two steps removed. So here's the interesting thing. Oh, no. Is I feel like... Um, I feel like of the two of us, I'd be the more likely person to like get into it. I don't know that I will, but I think that I'm the more likely because specifically Daniel is much less tolerant. Not to say he's like unaccepting, but he has a much lower threshold for anything sexually deviant. (laughs) I don't know that. Much lower threshold. When I, I love that I was about to say, I don't know that I would consider being a furry sexually deviant, and then I was like, I'm not everybody. Yeah, most people would consider that sexually deviant. <laughs> I don't like that word. Deviant? I don't like. Yeah, I don't like the implication that having any sort of like fetish yeah. is like not okay. No, that's totally we are fair. Pro furry <laughs> is what I'm trying to. Say. This is supposed to be a Christmas episode. It is. We're just talking about. We've not talked about Christmas at all. We're we said Christmas. <laughs> we said Christmas. A the title months. of this episode is going to be Christmas special. We are pro furry. <laughs> We've said Christmas one time. We told and one story about a Christmas present that was like very tangential. <laughs> and then we just talked about and furries. <laughs> Porn. We're, I'm, I'm decorating cookies. <laughs> Nobody can see that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. This is why we normally record first thing in the morning. We're usually fresher. We're, yeah. <laughs> We've both like, had a little bit more on the ball. I've had a very frustrating day. I don't want to get into it. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> no, like, so when, so the first time I read Lola and the Millionaires, and I was like, this is actually, like, really good. Uh-huh. Um, and I was like, 
Daniel, you should read this. It's, like, really good. He, he was like the, he was like okay like so tell me about it like what's it about and I'll like I'll see it's pretty it. like low it is it, it is and he yeah it was too much no I was like literally the conversation went like this I was like you should read this and he was like well what is it and I was like so here's here like you know full disclosure like I'm not gonna like trick you into reading something that you're gonna be upset with but I was like so it's like here's like here's the here's the premise and it's like got like kind of ABO elements and he was like okay. Um, not a fan of ABO. And I was like, okay, well, you know, like, it, but it's like light. They're like people. It's just got like some ABO elements. Yeah. And he's like, okay. I remember okay. you told me there was one thing that was too much for him. Yeah. But I don't remember which thing it yeah, was. Yeah. He was like, okay, so, so like, okay, so we'll, we'll go down the list and we'll see if like where the threshold is. So he's like, okay, so let me ask you this. Is there nodding? And I was like, yes. And he was like, nope. I remember you telling me this because he said it was too much like a real dog. And yeah. I was like, that's, don't. Don't think about Don't that. Don't think about Daniel. that. But he is also the person who doesn't like to talk about sexual topics while we're eating. Yeah, I think that's really funny. Yeah, it's very funny. You guys funny. are a very odd couple. We are. I don't know how Daniel is... <laughs> Somebody who has no tolerance for sexual deviance is with someone like you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't either. The, <laughs> the other day we had a conversation, and I'm going to say this... He did not. He did not say these words because I feel. I, I feel like I have to disclaim that because if I said that he said this, he people would be, would be like, "Oh my gosh, that's like really rude of him to say that about his wife." Yeah. But we had a conversation which culminated with the basically the idea that I am some other man's fantasy wife. <laughs> that is absolutely something that he would say. Yeah. <laughs> I, and he, he was he was very nice about it, but it was really funny. Uh, what I think that Daniel was missing here is that you are some other woman's fantasy wife. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm some other person's fantasy yeah. wife, but I think I'm also his, but in a different way and for different reasons. You should become a furry and just see if that's... Be like, like one of those up? episodes of like Hannah Montana or something where they're like, I don't know how to break up with this boyfriend that I don't really like. Let me just make myself disgusting and like let them break up with me. And then you're just like, all right, let's see how much I can, Daniel can take before he's like, it's like I need the divorce. Stop it. Don't do this, please. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to use so much of this pink frost. I'm going to text him like, right now and say, if Sarah became a furry, would you break up with her? What do you do? <laughs> he's going to be like, oh, is Sarah like, telling you that she's going to become a furry? There's <laughs> <laughs> no room to talk. No. Oh my God. Yeah, last night I was Marco Poloing with Sarah and Daniel because he, he's also there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a small apartment. It's a small apartment. And there was like an ongoing argument about Sarah was sitting on the floor and she pointed out that Daniel's guitar was a little dirty. And he did not like that and felt publicly shamed. And I was like, well, now you know. I'm going to bring that up every time I see you. And he was, <laughs> he was like so no. upset. And now we've said it to all 11 people who listen to this podcast. Yeah. That cat is more frosting than cat. It's true, but there's nothing I can do about that. <laughs> I feel like there is, Sarah. No, no, no. Just make it a sandwich. Make it a cat sandwich. That doesn't... Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say, that doesn't really solve the problem, but I just give up. It would It would make it less... It would, it would, it would solve the ratio problem. I guess. It would increase the cat. <laughs> increase the cat... <laughs> By increasing the sandwich. <laughs> it's like a None. sex thing. <laughs> None of this makes sense. No, we're like so high on just like existing. Right now. S- oh my god. 
Here we go. It's a really cursed Oreo. Someone's gonna eat that, and the, <laughs> the cookie is so crunchy that it's just gonna go. It's right gonna be. It's gonna be Blake. <laughs> yeah, tell Blake that we made this one special for him. Blake is the only person who eats cursed foods that I know. Yeah, Blake has kind of weird taste. Blake's kind of weird. Blake is kind of weird. He has a costume. I'm not gonna tell you what it is because I want you to be surprised. Oh yeah, no, please don't. Factor. But please he don't. has a costume that every I told of the people at work because he also used to work there. And I <laughs> told them what it was, and everyone was, like, losing their shit about it. <laughs> That's great. Uh, <laughs> what did he say? It feels like he's formulating a response intentionally because he's on the podcast, because I feel like he knows. First of all, I would ask what led to this change. Second of all, I would ask her about her new persona. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. So here's the fun thing about Daniel, right? Is that Daniel himself, personally, very averse and intolerant to, like, Anything most that's, like, things. weird. Yeah, yeah. He deems to be weird. However, I hung Daniel's moon. <laughs> Daniel will do anything for me. Anything. <laughs> so... Daniel's not the kinky one. Daniel's not kinky at all, really. No. Daniel's barely sexual. Yeah. But since I'm since I'm kinky, he's like, well, I guess I gotta learn how to spank properly. <laughs> I appreciate his dedication. He's to, very to dedicated. The he's very sweet. Okay, let's see if we can get all these on one tray. Also, Christmas. We were gonna talk Christmas. about my dream journals. Oh my god, I have a dream journal! Yes, okay, so I discovered I love to talk about dreams, as everyone who regularly listens knows, because I talk about dreams all the time. And I love talking about my dreams, and because I have insomnia, I take melatonin every night. And melatonin famously causes very strange dreams. Very strange. And as anyone who is friends with me can attest, I have very strange dreams. Mm -hmm. And I like to talk about them because I think it's funny. And why wouldn't you? You can't even tell this is a cat. <laughs> There's so much frosting on it. It's... It is what it is. It's like I fingered a Muppet. <laughs> I was getting it. <laughs> it's, it's 
This is how I die. Can you imagine if this was how you died and I had to break that to your parents? <laughs> <laughs> you were like, hey, so... Hey, you want to hear the audio recording of Sarah's death? <laughs> we have it. We have it. She died happy. Also, she died because she thought it was funny that I looked like I think of the Muppet. <laughs> what a oh way to get God. one. Alright, that makes me all of the trash that we've generated. Pepper, you're in the way. Um, she's been so quiet, which I'm very proud of. Yeah. But she's also just laying right at my feet. Yeah, she does that. Um, okay. Anyway. We didn't use the rest of these. I think most of these are still Yeah, they're okay. fine. Just like... That one, that one, yeah, that one, that big, Oh, that. no! <laughs> <laughs> now I'm really like, should we just restart this episode? We can't, we're we 40 can't minutes in! in. This has to go somewhere, but it sounds like it's like a really special at all. I know. I know. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I just need to start reading from the dream journal. Please do. Going about back and forth between the two schools. And then we were riding- Elementary school and the high school building. Okay. Then we were riding horses for some reason, but there was a certain way you had to sit on them. And then Sarah was house-sitting for someone, and they had this weird bed that was suspended over the room, and I had to get up there to hide something. I don't remember what. And when we and it, and it fell down, so then uh, Ro had to come and help out this with it. This sounds like when a little kid tries to tell you a story. Yeah. And, like, and then, and, and, then, and, then, and, then, and then, and then, like, nothing makes sense. And then it happened. And then it happened. <laughs> <laughs> Ro had to come and help uh, put it up so no one would be able to tell that I hid the thing on the shelf behind the bed. And then we took the dogs to a beach house. So that's one of them. This is what all of my dreams are like. It's like nonsensical They're... events all just like connected with no like intermediate. Here's something I'll say. So this is all your dreams from like a particular year. Yeah, this is from 2019. Yeah, looks like for like a while. Looks like it started like mid-year, like in the summer. Um, because they're dated. Yeah. And I, my favorite thing about it is that the first couple of entries are pretty short, and it's like I think I dreamt kind of about this, or there's an entry that says I don't remember what I dreamt about, but I know that I had a dream, and then they start to get progressively longer and more detailed. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Up. It's like all sticky. Yeah. We've just made slows. Uh, we really have. Um, alright. Oh, this is my favorite. This one's super long and very strange. Last night, the dream was that we were seeking out infinity stones. I was in a group of several people I don't know. But there was a bunch more than in the movie. So tons of infinity stones. <clears throat> and you're looking for them with total strangers. Yes. Um, so bef uh, we had to find them before the bad guy could get to them. So there's, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, literally just the plot of the movie, but yeah. like a little different. Makes sense. We're tracking so far. Um, we were in this weird underwater seascape thing, and we had to search around to find the last few because we already had a couple, and we turned this one guy into a mermaid. 
so that he could use a locket to unlock the weird thing up in a tree. Harry Potter. So, so you're underwater. Yes. We've got most of the, like, what I can only assume are dozens of infinity stones. Apparently, yes. Um, you and a group of total strangers have sought out dozens of infinity stones. You're nearly there. You've almost got the last of them. You've found yourselves underwater in a seascape. Yes. In order to navigate the seascape, you use a stone to, to turn one of these strangers into a mermaid. Yes. <laughs> um, that is helpful because then, as a mermaid, he can fly up into a tree... And use a locket to unlock something in he's the tree. He's in a tree? It says he's in a tree. <laughs> Underwater? It says, we turned this one guy into a mermaid at one point and had to use a locket to unlock this weird wall lock up in a tree. And that's where we found the last one. Ah, my brain makes so much sense. Yeah. But then the bad guy and his minions swooped in and then, but then for some reason they just, they didn't do anything. So we've unlocked, we found the last one unlocked we unlocked the wall behind the tree underwater with, with the mermaid pendant lock. We found the last infinity stone out of dozens. Then the bad guy shows up. Uh-huh. Which is unfortunate, except for he doesn't do anything. Apparently not. Then all you and all these strangers had to read this incantation about the stones and throw them up into the air as you read the incantation. <clears throat> Um, and then they would all, like, like swoosh into the middle where there was, like, this big ball of, like, I guess, growing energy. Um, but you're not doing a very good job. You keep messing up and have to start over. And every time that you have to, you mess up and start to have to start over, the bad guy tries to run and grab them, but he only tries to run and grab them as they're falling out of the air. <laughs> yes. So it's like a weird bouquet toss situation. Where he's like, ooh, ooh, me, and, like, keeps missing. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> and you said you woke up right as I was, I woke up right as I was throwing a stone, and I remember, as, like you said, as you were, like, coming to, and you're, like, still, like, in that, like, half-wakeful kind of, yes. like, pinching your fingers as though you were catching something. Yes. And that is just wild. That's my favorite all out of all of them. No, because the it's so it's so detailed and so long, and there's so much happening. My favorite part is the weirdest part about the dream was that I've dreamed part of it before, and in the dream I was aware of that and was trying to recall things from my previous dream to like remember what had happened before. And that happens a lot. I have a lot of interconnected dreams yeah. where it'll be like the next part of something. And as I was telling Sarah, I almost always lucidly dream. Yeah. So I'm almost always aware that I'm dreaming and can, like, affect the dream with, like, my conscious mind. And so I have some very strange dreams where I'm like, this is kind of weird. Let me try to, like, get this in a, like, a more logical direction. I will periodically have recurring dreams, or I will have something similar where, like, it's, like, a connected dream, but, like, I'll dream the same thing again and, like, it's, like, let's continue the story. Uh-huh. But typically when I dream like that... It's like a usable story, and I'll write it down and be like, that's a good idea. Yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> yeah, mine are always kind of weird. I had yeah. one that was like a Swiss Family Robinson recurring dream that it was Ooh, like, love that. like continued bits of living in the story of Swiss Family Robinson. Team Ernst. <laughs> my sister and I just talked about that the other Did day. Did you? Yes. My sister and I have an ongoing argument about Team Fritz versus Team Ernst. Mm-hmm. 
um, from Swiss Family Robinson, which is a very old movie, and the men are very, like, 1960s attractive. Yeah. It's also, I found out, not the original Swiss Family Robinson. I believe that. There is an even older black and white Swiss, Swiss Family Robinson. Oh, I've never seen that one. Yeah, I haven't either. It's probably bad. I'm sure that it is. Yeah. But yeah, Team Ernst versus Team Fritz is like is like Team Jacob or Team Edward, but like better and also way more niche. Yes, way more niche, but we feel very strongly about it. We had a group of friends that we used to watch it with because they weren't allowed to watch anything. Yeah. And it was one of the few things that we were both allowed to watch. Yeah. So we watched it a lot and then we would all just argue about who was cutest, Fritz or Ernst. Yeah. Yeah. It's Ernst. I don't know. I don't really think he's that attractive anymore. No, I don't but either. Neither of but them like, are, so. yeah, no, neither of them are especially attractive. But at, but like, you gotta stick to your guns. Yeah. Okay, this is one of my favorites. In mm-hmm. the beginning of the dream, I was going to the house of someone I went to church with growing up, and there was a spot in their floor where the panels pulled away, and for some reason there was guinea pigs under the floor. Mm, yes. <laughs> then we were all in this mansion, and I remember. I still. This was it. July twenty fourth of twenty nineteen. I still vividly remember this dream. I can still picture it in my head. Wild. Um, we were in this mansion doing some kind of espionage situation. And all I remember was climbing on this big clock, like clock tower post thing. Yeah. Um, and trying to fit keys into locks. And so I'm like fumbling with like a dozen different keys and trying to figure out which one fits in. Okay. Um, I've also dreamed about that place before, I think. Well, I think I have. Um, we were in that same mansion. Then it like kind of transitioned to where it was like, all of a sudden, we were now at, like, a camp, a church camp. Mm-hmm. That was, like, in the same place and everything, but now it's just also camp. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what happened in the middle, <laughs> but we ended up going to this pool that was, like, divided into lanes. Um, and people got into a lane, and that's how you showered, was you just, like, got in the pool. Ah. <laughs> but then a little girl got into my lane, and I had to move her to help... Wait, oh, then these little girls got into my lane, and I had to move them out of my way, so I helped <coughs> them find where their grandma was. And then another person that I went to church with showed up. <laughs> Wild. It's like I'm doing a bunch of drugs before I go to sleep, but I'm just taking melatonin. Oh, here was another one that I really enjoyed. Oh, no. Um, so we were taking a family trip to a cabin, uh-huh. and it looked which way- we've been, Which we've both been there together. Yes, we have. Um, but it looked way different than normal for some reason. Hey, let me read this one so I can properly redact everyone's Okay, name. please. I was going to do my um, best, but... Yeah, for some reason we were dangling over the water on the way in. Like, on the way to the cabin, we're, like, hanging over the water. I don't know why. Um, and we noticed that a lot of people's docks were underwater. Then I slipped and fell in, which also did really happen in real life. My sense. aunt and uncle were there with their kids, and so was my other aunt with her children. I got two of my cousins, who are pretty young, uh, drinking off, and I was super horrified. (laughs) As you should be. Then suddenly I was at some point, uh, at some sort of town where a big competition slash festival was being held. I don't remember what the event was, but a boy I went to church with growing up was there. (laughs) This boy I went to church with growing up also features in a lot of these dreams, which I think is really funny, because he was just, like, not even someone I was really friends with. He was just kind of, like, just around my age, but, like, hung out with different people. Yeah, Yeah. Just, like, kind of there. Um... And as I was watching, I was snuggling closer to this random guy next to me, and I think I knew him, but, like, I didn't remember consciously, like, oh, that's so-and-so that I know. Yeah. But in the dream, I knew that I knew him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then I was in the house again, and guy I was loosely friends with in high school slash 
like, was more Bryce's friend than mine. Um, was there, as well as someone I used to work with when I worked at the hair salon. Um, and we all had to go to the bathroom, so we were racing to get there. Then we were trying to clean the house up to leave. <laughs> I like that the end of the dream is just cleaning. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta clean. I love it. It really is. It's like, it's so front-loaded. It's like, the, at, at the first, it's like, oh, here's the setup. We're at the cabin. And oh my gosh, the cabin, like, it's uh, half of it's underwater. What's going on? I'm going to fall. I fell in the water. Now I'm wet. This is terrible. Now, oh my God, I didn't want to see my cousins jerking off. That's horrifying. And then it's just, a, it's just like a grocery lift. It's just like, uh, I need to yeah. run some errands. And this is the errands that I need to run. Yep. It's so, it's so, it, it's like so like crazy at the outset. And then, and then nothing. It's wild. Oh, here's another one where you're on a trip to the cabin. <laughs> a lot of them are about trips to the cabin. It's it Oh, this sense. is my favorite one, and I also still vividly remember this dream. I was working, this is when I was working at a hair salon, so I was working at the salon, but it looked different. Chris Evans was coming in, but we were overbooked, so I had to take the appointment, and mm-hmm. I did not work as a hairstylist. No. So uh, they made the receptionist take the appointment for this big A-list celebrity for yeah. some reason. But I couldn't find a barbering razor, which is, like, the little, like, straight razor with a handle that they use to clean your neck. Um, so I was using it with these weird pair of scissors. So I cut him, and also, of course, the haircut looked bad. <laughs> That's so sad. And there was, like, a random bit from so- about someone I went to high school with. But I just loved, the- in the logic of my dream, they were like, oh, we have to, like, this A-list celebrity is coming in, and we're overbooked. So instead of, like, making it work, or, which they did that a lot, they would, like, double book and then it would oh, be, yeah. like, horrible. They were like, how about the receptionist, the least qualified person here, takes the most important person here? Yeah, absolutely. I think that was based on, um, you know who Jim Caviezel is? The guy that plays Christ in Passion of the Christ. I am, I'm not familiar, but I do, I have seen clips from Passion of the Christ. So the guy, he's in other stuff. That's the only sure. thing I thought you would probably know it from. I've actually never seen it because it's pretty graphic and there, I'm, I am squeamish. We watched it in school and I did math homework the whole time, so I didn't have to look. Makes sense. Um, but yeah, there's like a, he's been in other stuff that wasn't that. Um, there's this celebrity named Jim Caviezel and his mom came in and was like doing, like getting her hair done. And she didn't like it and was disappointed, disappointed and never came back. <laughs> and everyone was like, all mad that this one lady like, gave her not a very good haircut. <laughs> and it was fine. It seemed like it was just one of those things they like, weren't quite communicating about like yeah. what she wanted. Oh. But yeah, it was very funny. I also love you've got one in here where you just, the whole dream is like, I think you just get a dog. And you're like, I got a dog. And it's this like, white little fluffy dog. And it's so cute, but it doesn't get along with Luna, I think. Yeah. Uh, also, there's another one that I remember very vividly, which and I like still can picture it. Last night, my dream started with us trying to pick up a huge table that my parents' next-door neighbors had put out to the trash. And my sister and I saw an alligator in the alley. Oh, no. Um, we spent a while running from it and trying to get inside. Then we went to dinner with, <laughs> with Mom's family while we were trying to find the phone number for animal control. <laughs> To get the alligator, I suppose. Of course. Then somehow we were in the ocean trying to sell towels? <laughs> Question mark. Then I was at this fancy prep school in my school uniform, and we had to sit according to the color of our shoes, so I stole some so I could sit in a better place. <laughs> also, there was another part where I was doing an off-school course, and we had, like, an end goal, but I don't remember what it was, and also a boy I went to high school with was there. <laughs> 
and it was in the air, kind of, like a Mario Kart drag, and I fell off at one point and was saved by a giant claw. It was wild. <laughs> That's like five different dreams in one. I like the addendum of it was wild, because like all of them are wild, but that one is especially, <laughs> and you're like, even this one is Well, like- the reason they're like this is because I copied and pasted these from text messages. Because I will always, if I have, like, a dream that I remember enough of to tell someone about, I will text Bryce and tell him about my dream. And so then I, like, went in and copied and pasted all the ones that I had because I was like, I want to keep these. So that's why some of them sound like I'm specifically talking, like, I'm saying people's names. Yeah. Because I was telling him and he knows who all these people are. That makes sense. I had one, let me find, I had a weird dream the other day. This is not about Christmas anymore. No. It's fine. That's okay. That's fine. Our podcast, we can do whatever we want. That's true. Okay, Pepper, are you gonna chirp? Ah, it's time for her customary chirp of the podcast. Hi, baby. I I smell very sugary. A time for dream of the day is how they started it out, and then he didn't respond to me, and then sent me a picture of me and his mom from my job, uh, and he made fun of my Crocs. I told you someone was going to make fun of my Crocs. I wore Crocs to work because I didn't know I had to be in a picture, and I had to be in a picture that we posted on social media. This is so rude. And Bryce immediately sent it to me and was like, I love your Crocs. And I was like, I know. I didn't know I was going to be in this picture. Okay, so first I had a dream. This is like two dreams that I had. Uh, like, this was yesterday morning, so like night before last. So first I had a dream that I moved into a new apartment, and my next-door neighbor was this kind of cringe Tumblr boy that was always listening to One Direction on his patio and staring off into the distance dramatically. And I could see him through, like, my patio doors. Mm-hmm. It was, like, one of those ones where you're at a hotel where it's, like, your balcony's, yeah. like, right next to the other person. Um, then, a guy moved in downstairs from me and was always mad that I was making too much noise, even if it was just, like, regular walking around noise. So one day, he came up to my apartment, and I didn't write this down, but <laughs> I told Sarah about it. The whole precursor to the event was that my upstairs neighbor was bouncing a bouncy ball. <laughs> and for some reason, it was, like, so loud, and you could hear it echoing through both floors. It was a big bouncy ball. And so the, then the downstairs neighbor gets mad because he thinks it's me. And so he comes up to my apartment and lets himself into my apartment to yell at me about the noise that's not even me. Yeah. <laughs> of course. So, was, so one day, he came up to my apartment and just let himself in and started yelling at me about the noise. And saying, I must have more pets than just my cats because it was so loud that it had to be dogs. Which I also think is really funny that for some reason he was, like, fixated on, like, yeah. you're not just making noise. Like, you have to have secret dogs that are making yeah, noise. Yeah, you have a secret army of dogs. That are playing with bouncy balls, apparently. Yes. Um, because it was so loud. And Tumblr Boy saw this and then also let himself into my... He was on his patio and he let himself into my apartment to kick the guy out. And he, like, pretended he was my boyfriend or something. And then this one... <laughs> This one that Sarah and I were laughing at really hard. This is like a separate, like I woke up and went back to sleep. Yeah. I was at the apartment of my old boss and like my, uh, and then like my manager from that job. Um, and we were trying to catch a demon. (laughs) So so part of this was that every day I had to go on a date with one of the, (laughs) with one, (laughs) it's just so I had to go on a date with one of the sages from Tears of the Kingdom. And then I, in parentheses, was telling Bryce about this because he doesn't play that game. I said, they're anthropomorphic animals, FYI. <laughs> so you're the furry. So I'm a furry. 
Uh, because for some reason, that would summon the demon. Um, then right at the end, before I woke up, they were describing this demon to me. Like, after, so I remember that I had gone on one date with all of them. And then I had gone on a second date with all three of the guys. But I was embarrassed to go on another date with Riju because I had a crush on her. And I was like, I don't want it to be obvious that I have a crush on her. Naturally. Like, I don't want them to notice that I like her. Yeah. So I was, like, embarrassed about how I was going to handle that. And so we were kind of talking about, like, this isn't working. We haven't seen this demon yet. Like, can you give me more information? Apparently I didn't ask for more information before this. And they were like, yeah. So the demon was spotted by, like, some lady that they knew. Um, and it was because she was out on a date at this, like, I guess same restaurant or something. And then she spotted this guy, and they started describing the guy, and I was like, that just sounds like a regular guy. And the way I described him in this text was, like, a regular kind of sweaty anime dude. (laughs) And they were saying, but he couldn't have been a regular guy because he was, like, really, really red in the face. Like, like a demon, like Hellboy. Yeah. And I was like, are you sure he wasn't just, like, sweaty? Yeah, are you sure it wasn't just rosacea? Yeah, are you (laughs) sure this isn't, like, a kind of a bad, like, game of telephone story? And he wasn't just, like, kind of a weird guy. Like, are we just, have I just been going on these dates because, for no reason, like, there is there even a demon? Yeah. Like, and that's kind of where we ended. It's just, like, sounds like there probably actually isn't one. And I was incensed. I was righteously angry on your behalf because... It was like you were so careful about like going on all the second dates with the guys first so that they wouldn't it wouldn't be like super awkward and like give away your crush on Riju, but then you didn't get to go on your second date with Riju. I know, I got ripped off. I was very I was very upset on your behalf. I got ripped off by sweaty anime guy. Yeah. So it's tale as old as time, really. <laughs> Getting ripped off by is not the first time. Hopefully the last. Hopefully the last. He's so cute, Pepper. I'm trying to make her cuddle with me, and she's not happy about it. She's not a cuddly cat, but she is a very cuddleable cat. She is. She's just so wee. She's so wee and so soft, and she's got little beans. She has little beans. Little beans. Yeah, she's just hitting me in her face. Yeah. This is an hour long, and we talked about Christmas for, like, three minutes. We talked about Christmas for three minutes. We talked about furries for a while. For two people who aren't furries, we talk about furries a little too much. Yeah, well, I mean, I think for two people who aren't a lot of things, we talk about a lot. That's true. We just yeah, talk a lot. We just talk a lot. We talk a lot, and we're both of us have, like, a special interest in sex. Yeah. It is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. It's, it's, just, it's just gonna have to be that way. It's just it's too late now. It's too late now. None of us, neither of us are gonna change. It's already been that way for, like... I think this is episode 61, technically, but we've had to label them differently because we've recorded stuff out of order. They're special. As exhibited by the fact that all of the episodes before this and several episodes after this, I will be sick. (laughs) I forgot about that. I was sick in like five episodes we recorded and then promptly got COVID like two weeks after that. Yeah, that that was so sad. I got ripped off. You really did. I was so sad for you. I got COVID. It was horrible. It was bad. You know, it happens. It's, you know... It does, but it shouldn't happen to good people. Yeah. <laughs> I also realized that I made a somewhat uh, identifiable comment about my work, so I'm going to have Rope bleep that out, and people yeah. are going to just hear, I got COVID, and then it's going to be bleeped out, and it's yeah. going to sound really scandalous, and I think that's hilarious. <laughs> so, uh, note to Rope, please bleep out what I said about where I got COVID from. Yeah. <laughs> And we'll just let you imagine. We'll <laughs> just let you imagine. What super scandalous thing it could possibly be. <laughs> what scandalous be. thing I got COVID what from. What orgy you were attending. 
say that it was for my work, and I promised I was not attending an orgy at my work. People do all kinds of things. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. But if I was, like, a sex worker, you know I would be talking about that on the podcast. You, yeah, you would. You'd be like, this is... this. Yeah. Is, first of all, this is publicity. Absolutely. Second of all... Content. <laughs> content. Pepper, she's trying to, like, dig herself a little bed in my sweater. Pepper. Oh, she gave up. She's like, like, I'll just... It's, I'll it's just, kind of an itchy sweater. I'll just loaf on the side of this table... Like, on the very, very, very yeah, edge like of the, the table. Yeah, it's like the sweater is in her way. There you go. You're a little baby. You've been, you've been consumed by the sweater. I have bundled her in the sweater. She does not like it. She's very bundled. Oh, that is such a mad cat. Hurry. <laughs> <laughs> I love the little, like, flat she, ears. She's like, mm. <laughs> She's like, no, not the sweater. <laughs> I told so you it was an funny. itchy sweater. Yeah. Anyway, we need to go eat now. What time we is do it? Need it's to like go seven eat. o'clock. Yeah, it's like yeah. So, um, sorry. Th- yeah, thanks. We're sorry. Merry Christmas. 